You're listening to the Minimalist Boss Podcast, and today I am sharing the five things that I do at the end of every week in order to set my next week up for success. We're talking so that I can make the most of my time, stay focused, and stay feeling good. So if you would like to also maybe do some things to help you set your next week up for success, then stay tuned. Welcome to the Minimalist Boss Podcast. I'm Allison Marshall, and after building a successful and profitable online business, I found myself overworked and in a constant state of anxiety and overwhelm. It wasn't until I drastically simplified my life and business that I reclaimed my health, my sanity, and my time back while actually making more money than I ever had before. My goal with this podcast is to help you create more time, more money, and more joy in your life and business by doing less, getting rid of the physical, digital, and mental clutter that isn't serving you so that you can make room for newer, better things to come in. I'm obsessed with taking a holistic approach to entrepreneurship by giving you tangible ways to uplevel your mindset so that you can unlock your limitless potential, simple self-care practices that will nourish your mind, body, and spirit, and tactical ways that you can simplify your business in order to take it to the next level. So if you're looking to minimize your stress while maximizing your impact, then you have come to the right place. Thank you so much for being here. Now let the fun begin. Hello, my friend. It is Allison from minimalistboss.com. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I'm excited to have you here because we're going to be talking about one of the things that I absolutely love talking about, which is pretty much anything to do with scheduling and planning and all of that stuff. I'm obsessed with anything to do with that or time management. So I'm really glad that you are here uh, because today I thought I would pop on and share five things that I do at the end of each and every week to help set myself up for success for the following week. So this is really about taking a hot second at the end of every week, uh, taking a little bit of time to just slow down in order to review and to reflect because if you don't do this, if you're always just constantly pushing forward and pushing forward and looking ahead and go, 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 and you're going fast and furious without really looking at, you know, just stopping and and taking a second to look at what's working, look at what's not working, then you're definitely not gonna be maximizing your time as well as you could And you're also just generally way less likely to improve other various things like your uh, results in your business, various results in your business, or even your health. And so taking the time to just stop for a second and to do a little bit of reflection is really important. It's like, it's it's a matter of slowing down so that you can speed up and also slowing down so that you can really best utilize your time. And that is what I am all about here at Minimalist Boss. I am obsessed with figuring out ways that I can make the most of my time, that I can experience more time and more joy and make more money by doing less things. And so these five things that I do at the end of the week, every single week, 
typically on Fridays, really help me to do that. Now, speaking of slowing down and reviewing, before I jump into the five things, I do want to let you know that I am planning on taking the entire month of July off. Yes, that is right. I am taking the entire month of July off. So if you're listening to this after July 2020, well, then I've already taken that time off. But if you're listening to this episode around the time that it actually comes out towards the end of June 2020, then I just wanted to let you know that I am going to be taking a month off uh, because I didn't want you to just think that I like suddenly quit the podcast because I am very consistent about putting out new episodes every week. And so I didn't want you to be like, did she ghost me? Like, is she just gone? What's going on? Where did she go? Did she fall off the face of the earth? The answer is no. I'm simply taking a month off because quite honestly, I'm just feeling a bit run down and I need some time off. And one of my goals this year was to take quite a bit of time off. And I'm looking back at the last, you know, almost six months and I'm thinking, hmm, I haven't really followed through with that. That's kind of a common theme with me. I generally love to work and I'm very goal oriented and I'm always loving to pursue things. But the downside to that is I'm not the greatest about taking time off, which is of course necessary. So yes, that is what I'm doing. I did take a week off in February to go to Costa Rica, as you might know if you've been listening to the podcast. And technically that was a vacation, but it wasn't really a rejuvenating vacation because I went to Costa Rica to do four ayahuasca ceremonies, which is basically the equivalent of going through 40 years worth of therapy in a week. So it was a very emotionally and mentally trying and exhausting, challenging week. It was also a little physically exhausting because with those ceremonies, you're staying up late and then you're getting up early. So anyway, I'm not gonna talk about that here. If you do wanna hear about my ayahuasca experience, which was one of the most life-transforming, amazing experiences of my life, then you can go listen to that episode. I think it's, I'm not even sure, I think it's episode number 74. It was back in February. Um, But anyway, so that's like the only real time I've really taken off this year, and it wasn't a time to relax. So all this to say, I'm getting long-winded. I'm not ghosting you. I haven't quit the podcast. I'm simply taking a, a month off to just do some other things. Like I'm planning on moving, hopefully, fingers crossed, next month. So that's one of the reasons. I just want to focus on moving. So anyway... And I'm also going to be focusing on uh, reviewing and reflecting for the second half of the year, which is kind of in theme with what we're talking about today. So I will be back in August. Don't you worry. But until then and before then, let's talk about the five things that I do at the end of every week in order to set my next week up for success, meaning more time, more focus, feeling good, making the most of what I'm doing, all of that good stuff. So I generally do this at the end of the day on Friday. It's part of my kind of closed down shop routine. I have a closed down shop routine at the end of every week, generally towards the end of the day. That's where I do my schedule. That's where I do my assistance schedule. And that's where I do this review process. So it's basically the last thing that I do. But you could also do this on the weekend if you want. Like if you wanted to do this on Sunday night before the week starts, that's 
that's cool too. I just like to do absolutely nothing to do with work over the weekend, which is why I like to do it on Friday. I like to go into complete non-work mode, shut my brain off and not have to do anything, not even prep, not even scheduling on the weekend. I like to have it completely off, but whatever works for you. So the first thing that I do is I sit my butt down and this only takes, you know, 10, 15 minutes, I would say, but it's so worth it. So the first thing that I do is I review what my main one to three goals were uh, for that week that I just went through and if they actually got accomplished. So I've talked about this before, but every single week I will pick one to three main goals for the week because I don't like to overwhelm myself. And those one to three goals for the week are always in line with my main goals for the year. And I've talked about this before too, about how I plan out my year, but basically Cliff's Notes version, I always have a couple of key goals for the year. Of course, one of them is revenue and then just some other general business goals and non-business goals. And I break those down into quarterly and monthly, and then of course into weekly. And so my one to three main tasks are always in line with those bigger goals. So anyway, I will choose one to three of those. And depending on how big it is, if it's like a big project that I know is going to take a lot of my time, I only choose, I only have that one thing as my focus. If they are smaller things, then I will choose three things to get done in a week, but I do not choose too many things because that will overwhelm me and that will make it so that I get basically nothing done. So anyway, <laughs> I take a second to look back at the following week and I ask myself if my top one to three priorities that I wanted to get done, did they actually get done? If they did, great, cool, nothing else to see there. But if they did it, then I take a second and I review why. Like, why, what got in the way? Why didn't this happen? Did I overschedule myself? Did I just get distracted? Did I, uh, you know, did I go down a rabbit hole of doing something else that I shouldn't have? You know, what was it that got in the way of me getting this done? And so then when I'm moving on to the next week, then I can keep that in mind. So if I did not accomplish something, I will move it forward to the next week, next week's agenda, uh, if it's still applicable. And in most cases it is. So, but I like to do a quick review of why it didn't get done if it didn't get done. Then the second thing that I do is I like to list at least, at least three wins from the week because focusing on the wins, First of all, it makes you feel good. And I don't know about you, but I like to feel good. <laughs> and secondly, it keeps you motivated. There is nothing less motivating than pushing, 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 working, 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 moving forward, moving forward, moving forward without ever acknowledging what you've accomplished and the wins that you've had. And so one of the best ways to not just feel good, but to stay motivated is to look at, okay, what have I done? Like, what did I do this week? We always as humans focus on the things that we didn't do or the mistakes that we made or what's not going well. But when you start focusing on what is going well and what the wins you have been accomplishing and have accomplished, you're gonna have more to celebrate. And not only that, but when you are consistently acknowledging your wins, then it actually trains your brain to wanna help you get more wins. And so I like to just sit down and I write down at least three wins 
big, small, doesn't matter. If there was a day where I had a really off day and I got out of bed that day, for me, that might've been a win. So I will write down three wins and I'll really just take a second to not just write them down, but to feel just some good feeling, usually just gratitude, like yes, or like just feel good about myself, like really be present to the fact that I did some things and I had some wins and that's awesome. The third thing that I do is I look at what worked well and what didn't. So looking at my week, I'm like, hmm, were there distractions or interruptions that could have been avoided? Um, what were they? What caused them? Did I find myself accidentally checking social media a little too much or did I find myself accidentally going to YouTube and distracting myself with videos or did I find myself putting off work with Animal Crossing? Yes, that's a real real problem in my life right now. Not a problem, it's a real, it's a thing. It's a thing in my life. Animal Crossing and the distraction that comes from that, yes, that's a thing. Um, so I look at that, uh, how can I avoid those distractions moving forward? I also like to look at how did I feel during the week? Did I feel energized and inspired for the most part? Or did I feel tired and crappy? And if I felt tired and crappy, what led to me feeling those things? If I felt tired, why? Did I not give myself enough breaks, even though I always like to generally take a break an hour, sometimes I'm guilty of skipping those. <laughs> so like, did I skip my breaks? Did I not give myself enough breaks? Did I not get enough sleep? Did I stay up too late? Did I not take good care of myself? Did I eat crappy foods all week? Or did I run myself into the ground? If I felt crappy, also what type of thoughts were I thinking? You know, was I thinking? Was I thinking thoughts that, you know, getting down on myself, judging myself? Was I putting meanings on things that I didn't need to be putting meanings on? So I like to look at what was I doing physically and what was I thinking mentally that perhaps led me to not feeling good that week. And if I did feel good for the most part that week, I also look at why. Was it because I was being really consistent with my breaks and with my morning routine and with my eating? Was I thinking good thoughts? What was I doing that was leading to me feeling good? I wanna take a second to just look at this because I want to put do more of what's working in the following week and less of what isn't working in the following week. So I take a second to do that. Another thing that I also like to look at is time. So how did my schedule for that week work out? Did I give myself enough time to do certain things or was I feeling rushed the whole time? That's, you know, a big factor I want to look at because I the, if you feel rushed, then it's hard to get anything done. You're always going to feel behind. That doesn't put you into a good mindset. And so it's really important not to feel rushed, but at the same time, you also want to make sure that you're not giving yourself too much time. I think I talked about it a couple episodes ago. I at least mentioned it, the um, Parkinson's law where if you schedule yourself like a giant window to do a particular task, then you will begin to like, it, you will literally fill up that entire window of time for that task, even though I might be way more time than you actually need because you've allotted it for yourself. So I also look at that. Did I give myself too little or give my, make my windows of, of time to get something done? Did I not need quite that much time? So I really like to look at that every single week. And then the next thing that I do, I think this is the fourth thing, um, is I list out 
what tweaks I can make to the following week based on what worked and what didn't. So what I just kind of looked over and examined, I make any tweaks. So like if I found myself feeling crappy and I identified that it was because I wasn't taking breaks hourly like I prefer to, or maybe it was because I was eating crappy, then I will make a note in the following week and really set that as a priority to, hey, you need to actually take these breaks and you need to eat more of these good foods because guess what? You felt like crap last week. <laughs> or like if I tried to do too much, and I felt rushed all week and I felt overwhelmed. That's a choice, by the way. Like I've talked about that before too on this podcast, how overwhelm is a choice. It's really a frame of mind. And, and if you're an entrepreneur, you have, you know, you have the ability to create your own schedule and, and, and to view things as, oh my God, I don't have enough time or I have plenty of time. So anyway, that's a side tangent. I'm not going to go there today because I've talked about it before. But like if I was feeling overwhelmed, why was I feeling overwhelmed? Did I give myself too many things to do? And so I know for the following week that I either need to schedule myself to do less and or I need to hand off more work to my personal assistant. So I really like to list out at least a couple things, at least even just one thing, because if I really reviewed my week and I listed out what worked and what didn't, there's going to be something I can carry forward into the following week. So that's the fourth thing I do. And then the very last thing that I do, number five, is I simply identify my top one to three priorities for the following week and I plug in any tweaks or notes. So as I mentioned at the very beginning of these five things, I always choose one to three top priorities for the week. They're always in line with my goals. And so I go ahead and do this at the end of the week. That way I'm not thinking about it over the weekend. And this is why I love scheduling and planning so much and getting things down onto paper is because if you don't offload that, out of your mind, out of your brain, then it's going to clog your mind space. That's why I talk a lot about brain dumping and the power of brain dumping. If you ever feel overwhelmed, do a good brain dump and you're going to feel so much better. Literally just grab a piece of paper and write down everything that's on your mind. So it could be like a journaling type of brain dump. For example, if you're just feeling you know, if you're feeling off or whatever, if you just journal it out and get out all those thoughts onto paper, it's kind of like purging them from your mind. It feels great. Or if you're feeling overwhelmed because you got so many things you're trying to remember and so many tasks, taking just five minutes to write those all down on a piece of paper, get them into a place where you need them. If it's tasks that should go on your schedule, get them on your schedule, things you don't, you know, whatever it is, getting them onto paper is just so incredible because they're not trying you're not wasting literal energy trying to remember those things and so that's the last thing that I want to be doing over the weekend is thinking about what do I need to get done what do I need to get done oh I can't relax and enjoy my weekend because I need to remember like not to forget this on Monday no I identify what it is that I need to focus on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday of next week. That way it's done. It's in my calendar. I can shut my brain off for the weekend. And Monday morning when I wake up, I'm not trying to figure out what the heck I need to do. I already know what I need to do. So that's the very last thing that I do is I write down my top one to three priorities and then I plug in 
I have a little section on my weekly planner. I use Trello, I've talked about that before, but you can use whatever you want. You gotta use a planner, whether it's tangible, digital, figure out which one works best for you. But I like to have a little section where I just have like a little tiny notes section where I write down the tweaks that I want to make for this week. So like when I identified what was working and what was not working, and I wrote down some tweaks to make for the following week, that's where I put those in. That way I see that as a reminder. So if I needed to actually take breaks because maybe I skipped them and that led to me feeling, you know, my body feeling stiff and me feeling tired, then I'll make a little note to actually take those breaks and I'll make it a priority to set my alarm and really be intentional about doing that. So that is what I do at the end of every week. So if you would like to try this out for yourself and to take action on it, well, then simply try these five things at the end of the week or on Sunday. I, like I said, I like to do it on Friday so that I don't have to do anything on the weekend. I don't even like to do planning on the weekend, even though I love planning. I don't like to do it on the weekend. So try this out. Try going through these five things. Let me know how it works for you. I promise that if you just take like 10 to 15 minutes to do this intentional reviewing of what is working, what is not working, how you can improve upon the following week, getting focused on what it is that you need to do, it is going to make such a huge difference. Instead of you just go, 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 moving forward, moving forward, moving forward, and not never really looking back at what needs to be changed in order to really start seeing improvements in certain areas, you're gonna start doing the things that make the difference. Little tweaks like this go a really long way because they compound over time. All right, my friend, well, that is it for today. I hope you found this helpful, and just a little, little reminder, I am going to be taking July off, so there will not be any podcast episodes coming out in July because I did not have a ton batched in advance. I'm just straight up taking the month off, so no, I'm not ghosting you. No, the show has not ended. No, I have not fallen off the face of the earth. I'm just taking a little time off, and I'm really excited to be back refreshed and revitalized and with tons of new juicy episodes for you. So until then, feel free to listen to the 93 other episodes that I have in store for you. And also I probably will still be on Instagram. So feel free to connect with me over there. I am no longer at Wonderlast now on Instagram. I'm at the username minimalist.boss. Again, connect with me over on Instagram, minimalist.boss. Yes, minimalist boss was already taken on Instagram by someone who had reserved the name but is clearly not using it. Does that just drive you nuts like it does me? Little little side tangent, when you look up like a handle just out of curiosity and you see that it's taken but it's not actually being used, like, come on, man, like, why would you do that? Anyway, so you can find me over at Instagram, minimalist.boss. I would love to know if you found this episode helpful. I would love to connect with you over on my break. And I will see you back on this podcast in August. Wait, don't go just yet. If you enjoyed today's episode and would like me to keep them coming week after week, then I would so appreciate you taking just two seconds to leave me a review over on Apple Podcasts. Reviews are what help my podcast actually get seen so that I can reach more people, which allows me to keep the good stuff coming. I read every single review. They help me so much, and they're one of the best ways that you can support the show. To leave a review, simply open up this podcast 
Podcast in Apple Podcasts and then scroll down past the episodes preview where you will see the star review and underneath that, you'll see a link that says write a review. You can leave a simple sentence or even just click on the stars. It'll only take a moment and would mean so, so much. Thank you so much, my friend. I appreciate you and I cannot wait to connect with you in the next episode.